What's happening team? Welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast, where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a Type 1 diabetic. I'm your host, Type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professionals, so please consult with them first before making any changes. Welcome to another episode of the Type 1 Movement Podcast. And... It's been a fucking while, first swear word already. It's been a while since I've had a client on the show, and that's what I'm going to be bringing to you guys on this episode. Um, I've decided to bring this woman on because I, I'm so proud of all the clients who do the program and are currently on the program and past and present, but like this woman's story is absolutely incredible, and she's absolutely smashed it. So stick around, make sure you listen right till the end. You guys are going to be able to relate to this and get a lot of value from it as well. Because I think it's always all right me saying, I can get you this, that, and the other on the program and speaking about stuff. But when you guys hear it from someone who uh, probably in had been in the same situation and boat as you, I think it makes it a little bit more, more relatable. So without further ado, let's get cracking. Ruth, thanks so, so much for agreeing to come and have a chat with me on the show. I appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> so I think like, one of the questions that excuse me, I always like to start with is it, it's a big deal choosing to invest in yourself and like invest, you know, financially, time, commitment on a coaching program like this. What yeah. apprehensions, like, was you apprehensive before you joined the program? Was you thinking, would this work? Did you have any doubts or anything? So I, I kind of, I feel like, like discovering you and starting on the program was quite rushed because I think within a week of me discovering your name your podcast and everything that you do I think it was about a week and I finally just went I need I need this I think my main reservation was okay I need to do it can I invest the time to make it worth it because I knew that it would be a like it would be I mean life-changing it feels quite dramatic saying that but I knew it would be and I knew I'd need to make the time and I really had to think about like can I commit and I'm so grateful I did and I'm I totally could but yeah I think there were only small changes in the beginning and it's so easy just to add like okay so today I'm just going to track my food and just see what happens and then tomorrow I'm going to track my food look at my blood sugars and maybe go for a walk you know it's like mm. the tiny changes you make but yeah no I'm yeah I love that and I think like what you said there is a big one people are like oh I'm gonna be able to commit to it and put the time in because I'm honest with people right off the bat I was honest with you I was like look it's gonna take up time it's gonna take up mental energy and it's gonna take fucking hard work I never <laughs> dilute to anyone oh it's not gonna take hard work it'll be fine you'll be all right six months on the program it's just a tickle it's a breeze like, so that was obviously in your mind, kind of put the time in, kind of put the energy into it and kind of put the work in as well. Um, obviously, the work's always easier when you've got someone guiding you, but I think a lot of type ones are going to be able to sort of relate to that as well. So, yeah, go on. Sorry. And I think the one, so I spoke to my sister-in-law who um, is also a type one and she just basically said, you're investing in your future here. Just make time. And I was like, Oh my gosh, yeah, okay, that, <laughs> that, from hearing it from her, that kind of was like, it really hit me, and I was like, yeah, no, I need, I need this, 
yeah. I think that's a big one. Like investing and putting the, the mental energy and the time in now mm-hmm. while she's on the program to now you've finished, which we'll get onto shortly, to have an easier life and, and a better mm-hmm. future as well. Cool. So talk us through... I mean, let's go numbers first. Where was you at before or when you just like started the program in terms of like numbers? So A1C, average, timing range. And then I want, I want to get into the big one after this, like where you was mentally and stuff like that. But let's start with the numbers first. Yeah, so my A1C, um, I was um, 7.559, uh, which was always okay, but I wanted to see if I could get it better. Um, my 30 day average was 9.7 um, which I think when I sat down and discovered that I was quite shocked because I didn't realize it was that high um, and then my 30 day timing target range was 54% which you know again it's another one that's okay but I wanted it to be better and hmm. um- how did you feel like towards those numbers in your control at the time? Because I remember our first conversation, and one thing that kept cropping up uh, was like kind of out of sight, out of mind with you and you mm-hmm. worrying if you'd be good enough and all that sort of stuff. So, Yeah, so with my kind of, with the way that my numbers had already been, always been dealt with, with like the diabetes team, et cetera, it was always like a, no, you're okay you're okay so like I always just was like oh I like hosts so you know it's it's okay um and I was I, I kind of went through phases of obsessively scanning and obsessively getting into the numbers but then actually what do I do with that information so I was starting to turn on myself a little bit and be like well if this is okay then you know I must just be okay kind of thing and it's yeah it started to affect my mindset quite a lot but it was very much a okay well I've scanned and I'm high and I think I've done everything I can do so let's just move on and just put it to the back of your mind and see <laughs> see what happens in a few hours kind of thing hmm. I think that's quite a common one that a lot of type ones will be able to relate to sort of out of sight hmm. out, of, out of mind as we say and where was yeah. where was you at like? So I remember our first conversation. Such a drastic improvement now. But mm-hmm. where was you at mentally with everything, with your management, with exercise, with food, with generally how you was feeling before starting? I was, I was on a downward trend. I think when I was I first started, and I knew that if if I didn't make a change to how I was looking after myself, what I was eating, and how I was thinking about my diabetes. I was going to end up on that negative path of depression. I think I was borderline depressed. And I think I think it's because I was trying so hard to get it right, but I just didn't have all of the, the tools and the equipment. I had probably 30% of the information that I needed to get it right. And, but yeah, it was... It was not great and my numbers were yeah I just wasn't in a good place and I think I needed this to get me back on the straight and narrow you know makes sense so I think knowing like where you was at in terms of your numbers like we don't want to see where your average your timing range how you was feeling you kind of knew you was on a downward spiral and yeah something needed to change what would you <laughs> excuse me I think everyone has that points all that really like low point 
of knowing that they need to change it's something it's it's a different it's like a thermostat isn't it when it gets to a point you're like fucking hell something needs to change everyone's is different Mm -hmm. some people can wish that more some people less what would you say that was for you was there anything specific you can remember feeling a certain way or that before you was like right i know that i need to improve and change yeah so i think um i think because of my age i was starting to feel that pressure of like I need to think about family. I need to think whether actually I am capable of this or not. And I think I I was very much a put, slap on a happy face, but inside just tormented by it. Mm. And I think just having this honest and frank conversation, I can't remember her name, but a nurse at my local GP surgery, she sat down with me and was just like, you need to look at Tom. He will he will change your attitude towards this. And I was like, right, okay. <laughs> like, and she showed me a couple of videos and she taught me through a couple of things that she learned herself from your um, program. And well, not from your program, sorry, from your reels and stuff. And she was just like, I think, I think she saw that I wasn't in a good place, but I hadn't quite recognized it just yet, mm. how bad it was. Um, and I think, I mean, the other thing is, is my experience of meeting other type 1 diabetics, not all of them have that can-do attitude. Mm. And not all of them have the way of thinking, okay, this is the information I've got. What can I, like, how can I change it? It's all very much, a, oh, I can't eat this. I can't do that. I don't want to do this. And and for me, I was always like, it's never going to stop me. But right now, I don't, I'm too scared to leave the house because i every time I do a hypo right now I love to go running and walking but I don't know how to handle it with my blood sugars because I've not done it for so long don't know how to change it and I think I was very good at like masking I suppose and saying yeah no I can do all those things and I love doing those things but right now I'm not doing them Mm. (laughs) I don't think that was like the, the, the turning point um, yeah because I just wanted to get out and I just I just like we'd just started coming out of lockdown and I just wanted to I just wanted to live again and mm. be active because it's good for your health yeah I remember to you like as soon as you come on board I was like right you've got a bike and you got yourself in your house your fucking goal get your ass on that bike don't worry about <laughs> yeah. your blood sugars we're gonna yeah. break this trend I remember that and you did it and you yeah. it after it so. I think the first time there I was texting you going but I'm hypo and you were like okay what do you do when you're hypo <laughs> you're like, yeah okay. like, sort it out get off sort it out no so I think like we know like where you was at how you was feeling what numbers what your numbers were like where are you at? Tell everyone like where you're at now with everything. So we'll start with numbers because it's a great improvement. But what I love in your story is like just the way that you fucking changed so much. Yeah. So where yeah. are you at with like numbers with your A1C, your average in your timing range now? So my A1C, the last blood test A1C was 6.4. Um, Libra <laughs> is 6.5, but that's and just I'm lo- because I've been... I'm looking at my board now. Because I have a board in my office where I'm sat recording this, and any type one who gets an A1C of six point five percent or below, which is forty seven miles or below, goes on my board. Um, and Ruth is on there, 
We've got you from like yeah six point four, and I remember you going on there. You was absolutely fucking ecstatic. I didn't, I didn't ever think it was going to happen. <laughs> like before Christmas, I think you put a couple of names on, and I just thought I've only got a few weeks left, and it's not going to be me. <laughs> um, but no, I'm so thrilled that I, I achieved it because I didn't think I could. Um, I was like, I'll be happy for six point eight, but no, six point four, smashed it. But yeah, um, my first day average is seven point two, and my time in target range is seventy one percent. Amazing. which it's th- there's always room for improvement but I am dealing I'm, I'm like right okay well let's have a look at my average numbers and see what time of day I need to look at and let's see what's changed since I finished the program and let's see what I need to do which I wouldn't have done beforehand I've just been like okay <laughs> It's absolutely huge improvement. Like you're able to see. So we know that's not the be on end, but I mean, starting at 7.5, now 6.4. Yeah. Obviously, your average 9.7, we're now what 7.2. Yeah. Like that's a big yeah. drop. And then your time in range yeah. is 54, we're now at what 71, 72 percent. 71, yeah. Like yeah. amazing. And so, like, more, I mean, diving a bit deeper now, how do you feel? I'm going to leave that question there. Like, how do you feel now? I just feel like. It bit, sounds a bit corny, but like just free and like anything that comes my way, I'm going to, I'm just kind of like, okay, right, let's have a look. And I've got a structured way of thinking now, whereas before I had a touch of structure, but it was a bit of a panic, a bit of a, um, I think when you said about rage bolusing, I was like, oh, I'm so guilty <laughs> of that. Oh, that's me. Because I'm like, (laughs) and then I wasn't reflecting and looking at why I had gone high. I was just going, okay, well, when I eat that, this happens. And then then I go hyper and it's really annoying. But it's because I'm just sat there going, just blood sugars, come down, come down. Oh, oh, I'm hyper. (laughs) I remember one of the things that you said as well was like, I know you won't mind me saying this because you've gone leaps and bounds, but... Mm was like when you were stressed out, a bit upset, frustrated, you turned to food and then you couldn't really oh, yeah. manage your levels around it. And now that like, tells a bit about how you've changed with that because we have some fucking huge wins with that. Absolutely. I mean, I was eating so much. It was embarrassing, really. Um, and I think, like, I wouldn't think twice about smashing a whole pack of biscuits in a morning whilst I'm sat tinkering away at work. But now I think... I said to you the other day I was I was feeling a bit emotional and I, I tried I think I ate three biscuits and was like oh that's that's quite a lot um whereas before I wouldn't even consider it and I think that's through it's not it's not focusing on the food because I feel like focusing on food is quite unhealthy but mm. it's just understanding that okay whilst I'm sat working my body doesn't need that much carbohydrate but also it's that whole thing of like <laughs> revolutionary and it's it's so simple, but increasing the amount of protein that you eat and in simple ways as well. It's like, okay, I wouldn't even, pre-program, I wouldn't even consider looking at a protein shake. Whereas now I've seen, well, now you've given, you've given me the confidence to like actually only leave the house having had a protein shake with a little bit of fruit in it pre-programmed that would have terrified me because I'd be like well there's nothing in it to keep me going but actually there is there's protein in it and there's carbohydrate and I've done it for six months so you know I did survive (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that. And I think another thing, obviously going from being scared to leave the house and now being able to leave the house, mm. go on walks. Something else when you told me that you did, I was absolutely fucking buzzing. Tell us about what you've actually been doing outdoors. Sorry, um, I think the internet stopped then. What did you say? You got you. So oh, it'll be all right. I can edit that bit out. So from going from being anxious, being scared about leaving the house, because what's going yeah. on with your blood sugar levels, to obviously now being able to leave the house. But what else did you do outdoors as well? Oh, um, the program? I joined the local running club. I was fucking buzzing when you told me this. I was like, yes, Ruth was on the weekly workshop. She told me, I was like, yes, girl. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, from having not, like, I'd, I'd pre-program, I'd go on the yard, like, probably once a month, trot around the block with my husband because I'd be too scared to do anything without him just in case I hypoed. And I think the biggest fear with hypoes is embarrassing myself in front of people that I don't know. But yeah, I I I built up. So I'd I'd done the cycling, hadn't I, in the house? I'd understood how my body reacted to when I'd done exercise. I know it's slightly <laughs> different exercise, isn't it? But mm. I'd got a plan in place. Right, okay. So if I'm doing this, I'll try this. So I'd set myself up. I'd started with the running club. I didn't know a single soul in the running club, and I just rocked up and was like, "Hi, I'm Ruth." I am diabetic, but I should be okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah, it was great. And I felt amazing. It felt, it's that whole feeling free, you know. Mm. You know, like I've, my, my parents have been amazing with bringing me up because they've always said that it will never stop you from doing anything. And so I'm like, right, okay. It won't stop me from doing anything, but I don't know how to approach these situations. So I was very good at twisting it to making it seem okay for me to not do things. Because you whereas didn't actually, know sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now with everything I've learned on the programme, I'm kind of like, other than joining the army, I suppose, <laughs> it's like <laughs> anything I want to try and do, or maybe drive a HGV, but anything I want to try and do, I've got the equipment and the tools set up to at least approach it. And then try again. And it's that whole thing of like, you've kind of put me in a position where I, I'm not scared to fail. Mm. And that's amazing because failure is such a scary thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. And the way that you've kind of, the way you coach us is to treat, treat every, every experience like an experiment. Hmm. Yeah, that's I a big that's one. It yeah. is, and we always say that amongst <laughs> obviously us, our clients, and that we're like, it's never a failure, it's always a lesson, depending on how you're mm-hmm. looking at it. And there's so mm-hmm. many lessons, and like, you know, like we say all the time, that's the only way any type one and, and is going to learn. It's the only way we're going to learn, and it's the only way <clears throat> that you learn. Remember, many messages mm-hmm. back and forth, well, this has happened. All right, we well, didn't fail, you fucking did it. Yeah, I did it actually. That's a win. Yeah. And then yeah. learning from yeah. it as well, I think was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so absolutely like leaps and bounds. I think that's a very big thing that you said on how you feel and now is free. Mm-hmm. Like freedom yeah. is huge. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the, the barriers that you've overcome and stuff like that. So I know, like you said yeah. at the start, you was worrying like you're not going to be good enough if you're going to be able to do mm-hmm. it. Being too hard on yourself, I yeah. think was kind of, because I always say there's a good level of pressure that we need to put on ourselves. But when it becomes too much, and it seems like that was a cycle with you, mm-hmm. you knew that you could do anything but you didn't know how so you put a load of pressure on yourself and you wouldn't do it yeah which is like the cycle that we actually broke 
sort of start yeah. to break down. Yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely. So it, what? Go on. Sorry. Sorry, I was just that. It's that high. It's that inability to fail. Mm. Even like if I tried something and it didn't work, I was just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's the end of the world. Why did I even try? But now I'm just like, well, okay, what's next? Yeah, what did I learn from it? I love that. Mm. It's a huge mindset shift with you. Yeah. Amazing yeah. change in numbers, but a huge mindset shift, which mm. is going to carry you through for the rest of your life, I think, now with it. Yeah, um, definitely. So what was your sort of, what do you say, that biggest win on the program? Sort of biggest win and favourite part of the program, would you say? Biggest win, I mean, we've touched on it an awful lot, but is a mindset change. And... My favourite part was meeting all the different different diabetics. And it, it feels really like, I don't know, I don't want to say anything negative, but like just having friends with diabetes who want to live their life mm. and having and just having that experience of being sat on your weekly Zoom calls with people who are achieving amazing things just outside of the program as well but just because because of the things that we're doing on the program and it's helping them achieve these amazing things outside of it and just just having the contact with the people the community yeah i always say that or like a big and people who listen to my podcast follow me on socials i'm like you can't do it on your own fucking community is massive and for a big one that'll ask you now like do you feel like being obviously in the community and the Facebook group, being on the weekly Zooms with everyone, even though obviously we was coaching you one-to-one, like, do you feel these other people rubbed off on you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like it doesn't matter who you are, whatever walk of life you're, like, path you tread on, you can always learn off others. And that, like, so say i know that we had like a zoom quite early on and it got a bit emotional and i felt a bit like oh i've not been that raw with people before like that i've never even sat in the same room with i, I have that and... impact on like bringing things out of people that are like <laughs> fucking hell, a bit emotional here. Yeah. yeah but like for me having i've been sat with uh, i think it was a conversation i think Fred had come up like had said something and I was just like wow there's someone else out in the world that's been through the same as me Mm. what like for me I've not really met a lot of people who've had similar experiences because for me even though we live quite close I don't really know a lot of diabetics my age Mm. and so to have people similar experiences like yeah that's just for me it was amazing Well, I love that. That's why we're so like big on community. Like you say, yeah, mm-hmm. it does it does rub yeah. off. And I think the flip side to that is I say it a lot like really type one listening to this. Just be careful on who you've got around you and where you're spending your time on social media. Make sure it is positive. Type one's achieving great shit because it's gonna rub off on you. If it's negative, that's also gonna rub off on you. So it's something that yeah. like we always say. Cool. So what would you say to anyone who is on the edge like considering joining the program? There's a reason you've inquired. And if Tom wants you as part of the program, go <laughs> do it because it is. There's a reason you've started to walk down that path. And it, 
I think for some people it might not be the right time. Mm. But do you know, if if Tom said yes, I want you as part of the program, take that as like a real confidence boost that he can see in you that you can achieve what you need to to get the result. And whether it be a mindset or just numbers, just do it. Mm. I love that because I am <laughs> I am quite honest with people. Like we do turn people away from the program. Like it's not right. It's not right for you right mm-hmm. now when people have come back. Yeah, it's like, what have you? Do you know what I mean? But if you can see it in someone like with you, remember our call, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, like, yeah, this is definitely happening. You're not escaping. You're not yeah. getting away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. So last sort of question, Arif. If you could just say, give type ones out there listening to this one bit of advice to help them, what would it be? Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's um, a big one. There's people always love to think about this one. Yeah bit of advice um it's it's not the end of the world like you can you can do it you just might need someone else's input to help you achieve what you want and suppose that ties in with like you're not like you you can't always do it alone i love that i agree with that i think it's like yeah support Obviously, like we say, support, mm-hmm. community. Even if it's not like coming to a coach by myself, even if it's speaking to another type one, getting an accountability yeah. buddy or, do you know what I mean, someone to rub ideas yeah. off, like you need someone there like who who preferably is type one as well. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> preferably type one. And because I think people who know a lot about diabetes are useful, and type one, sorry, but there's you can't there's not the same experiences hmm. I think it's that it's that relatability isn't it it's like mm. we, we know and we've had many laughs on this everyone last when i say it but we know what a fucking low feels like in the middle of the night and you're not treating it with 15 grams of carbs like you go you're yeah. probably going smashing your cupboards in like and if you say that to an type one diabetic they're like what like you don't really yeah. get it there's that instant <laughs> no. sort of disconnect but no um no. Rafe, I want to say thanks so so much for coming on the show i really do appreciate it you've absolutely smashed it and i'm sure even though you finish the program now you're going to keep me updated with how well you're getting yeah. on and stuff i love yeah. that anything that you want to say or close out on just do it <laughs> i love that that's my say like the nike say it probably a fucking rob rob of night you've, you've used our slogan but now i always say that like just do it yeah no, i love that thanks again Rafe, for coming on appreciate it Thank you. Bye. Wow. Absolutely loved chatting to Ruth. I'm sure that you'll agree. She's an absolute inspiration. Her story is so inspirational. I think we can all, even myself can take some stuff from that. So I just want to jump on and say thank you so much for listening. If you can relate to Ruth's story and you are interested in seeing how we can help you better manage your blood glucose levels, improve your health and change your life, you've heard it there from Ruth, then all you need to do is click the link in the show notes and fill out the application form. If you're successful, that will take you through to booking a call and having a chat with myself. Thanks again so much for listening. Have the best day ever. Peace.